Now we gotta start again. Let's get start again. Ready? I get the timer. Hey, welcome everyone to Four Transplants and a Microphone. We are back for another killer episode. We are so glad you joined us. We are broadcasting from the Fox and Hound in North Lake, a familiar place for us. Good to be back around the table. It's just the four of us this time, so we've got Jack, Brandon, myself, Brian, and Russell here. Do we have to introduce ourselves anymore? Nah. Nah. Okay. You good over there? Yeah, yeah good. Okay. Music's finally over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it, Brandon. <laughs> it's like, is that the longest? Brandon's multitasking again. Yeah. <laughs> Getting phone calls and producing. And <laughs> He's the only one that works while we <laughs> podcast. <laughs> right. Well, all right. So for today, uh, as we kind of get a little bit deeper into conversations and knowing the housing market and what it's like here, we've talked a little bit, I think, in the past about school districts, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. But uh, today is a little bit more about HOAs, which are a rather big deal. <laughs> that was not a reflection of me. That was uh, Brandon not being a fan. <laughs> is there but anyone who's a fan of an HOA? Mine's not bad. but They have positives and they have negatives. I mean, I serve on the board of our HOA and I still hate them. <laughs> you hate all the board members. I am the HOA and I hate myself for it. I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh God, you're the HOA. <laughs> What have I done? What have I done? How did my life come to this? Look out, McCloudstein's running again. (laughs) McCloudstein is on the case. Oh, all right. You need to go backwards and listen to uh, our St. Patty's Day one. If uh, if can I get some some cabbage and and matzo ball soup, please? (laughs) Okay, so the first, we'll go with the pros. So out here, there are no real zoning, depending on where you live. Like, if you don't live in the city of Charlotte or directly in Huntersville or something, there's not a lot of zoning laws. So if you live True. in the county or you live kind of in the outskirts of wherever, you can have a million dollar home and then a flipped over trailer next door Yeah, with like 10,000 junked out cars. So one of the positives is you get a uniformed neighborhood if you're into that kind of thing. But in that uniformed neighborhood, at least there's upkeep and you can expect certain things and that is a bonus if yeah it's true i mean it's, it's even weirder up in the mountains but to your point like i couldn't figure out i was trying to find a piece of property in the mountains that was unrestricted so i could just go camp there while i was waiting to build a house and it seemed like every neighborhood in the mountains has like a 60 page covenants document i'm like how is it possible that like the mountain home has a 60 page document my house in charlotte has a 10 page document this is ridiculous see i just thought the courtesy was you know as you were leaving the place you were camping you let the people know whose backyard you were in that you're done for the day (laughs) yeah i just pulled out like i didn't well that that is that's how they roll in ohio that's why over ohio is like michigan is overrun with ohioans so that is true i am not surprised why you think that but to your point, Brandon, I did find some unrestricted property. If you could see us, I'm do, I'd be doing air quotes. And I was pretty sure they were cooking meth next door. Well, that's, that's exactly it. I've gone down and looked at some property when I was looking at rentals. And some of it was like, yeah, just it was whatever. Like the street was maintained by nobody. Yeah. So it was like whoever's front of their house, they would fix that little patch of street. So I'm going down the street and it's like holy crap there's potholes and it's mud and and then there's some i don't even know what he was but 
he had knee-high dockers on and uh, a shaved head and overall, so I'm assuming he was uh, not... That sounds like someone from Los Angeles, fellow Los Angelino. <laughs> a little, little skinheady to me. Okay, that's possible too. <laughs> yeah, in a trailer, and then right next to that was a really expensive-ass house, and I'm like... Phew. That would be terrible. You had this really nice house, and then either that moved in or lived there. But if they lived there first, then that's one thing. But yeah. there's a place in Mooresville where there's, like, a biker. I don't know if it's a club or whatever. They have a little sign out. Well, it's a big sign. And all the houses next to them are trying to sell. It's like, how the hell are you going to sell that house? Right. <laughs> biker club right next door. But... I mean, there's definitely some positive. It's so... All right. So as a resident real estate professional in the group... If you could um, see me, there'd be air quotes. In, <laughs> yeah, doing air quotes. I'm sort of professional. Professional-ish. The thought process behind the wage away is that the highest value you will get from your house is from conformity within a neighborhood. So if all the houses are approximately the same size, approximately the same, with some kind of architectural requirements and upkeep requirements in a neighborhood the uniformity will provide the most value for your house. So from the, and it's true. I mean, from that perspective, it, it is a positive, but damn. Well, what is your HOA? Like what do you- mine, mine started four years ago at 500 and now mine's due in January or is was due in January. Now it's 625 per year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, mine's, okay. That's we, we are actually, hopefully this doesn't come out before we have our board meeting. I actually serve on our board because we're in the transition between the builder and, and the homeowners. And during that transition, the builder usually provides money towards to, to keep the neighborhood up while they're selling the houses. And then they magically disappear with that cash. So ours went from 750 when we moved in to now it's going to be 1129 per annum. We've got a lot of common areas, and the, the, the vast majority of that is landscaping. Is that just a Georgia premium, or what is that? That is, you know, we bring up, yeah, we bring in special grass right. to grow in Georgia, and so it's a lot. It's a little hotter down there. Yeah. But, All right, I have a bunch of stupid questions, because I've never lived in an HOA growing up. Don't live in one Charlotte. What, it's like, are most neighborhoods yes. HOA-based? Yeah. Out yes. here, yes. Yeah. When I came from California, nobody had... HOAs. We had two HOAs in our neighborhood in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, I, I had, we had a master association was... and the sub association. So here, so the biggest difference between Ohio and here is not the price relative to, you know, one being so much cheaper for a reason. The, the main things in Ohio, there was no general pool, public pool for the H for the development. Here, there's a pool, and it's a pretty nice pool. And so I pay oh, yeah. 700 I think, a year, and I paid 350 in Ohio. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like a community pool that, like, kids go into? Not like, no, a, like a community pool. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only pool in Ohio. Anyways, move on. Like well, our, yeah, but I, it's not a development-specific one. Like, this one is gated. You've got to have a key to get mm -hmm. in and stuff like that. So it's not like you can just walk up. But, yeah. yeah, in Ohio there were pools, but, I mean, there wasn't one in most of the developments. Yeah. Right. And, and, and one thing I will say, and I don't know if all HOAs are, as I'm assuming there are, at least I've noticed out here having sidewalks is a big deal. So mm -hmm. if you live out somewhere, you want to go for a walk, man, you're taking your life into your own hands if you don't have sidewalks to go walk around on. So that's kind of a plus. You have kind of a built community. It's structured. Mm -hmm. You know what's going to be happening inside the community. 
that's kind of a bonus. Like where my parents live, they have one, but and that's one thing you have to watch out for out here. If you buy and you live in an HOA and it's undeveloped behind you, you have to make sure that they're not going to slam a, another HOA right up against your house because if they do that, then they might have different rules, no fences, and you could literally have someone in your backyard because they're right up against you now. Right. Well, so that's the, what shotguns were made for. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, if we if, live in the South, well, I get it. But if, no if they build right up against you and they have different rules or they don't have, because a lot of new HOAs I've noticed it's all open. Like there's no fences. There's, it's like one giant common backyard. Yeah. I mean, you can put a fence in, but a lot of people don't choose to. I mean, we never put in a fence, but our neighbors probably on both sides have fences. So that's weird. Yeah, you know, we're like, <laughs> and you're the only house that has two fences on either side? Yeah, that's, it's fine. But what's weird is... It's not weird at all. It's weird what you wear to go into the hot tub you don't have. I don't wear anything in the hot tub. <laughs> exactly. Hence the fences. I, I, I actually built a privacy fence with not one neighbor where we're going to put our hot tub uh, because I'm like, yeah, you guys don't need to see that. Because I can actually see into their backyard and they have a big pool, beautiful pool and a, and a hot tub. And I'm like, hey. Yeah, I mean, it's... If there's amenities, it's one thing. Like, a pool's great. Like, our neighborhood in L.A. had two pools, a gym, a, a huge conference center. Our cable was paid for. Our trash was paid for. Like, everything was, you know, there was actually legitimate. It was like $1,400 a month, but it was, no, it was only 1400 a month. It was 400 a month. It was still a lot, but you got a lot for it. Well, see that, because we were talking about this yesterday, Brandon and I, and this was, I, I did not have this in Ohio, so this was surprising to me. And in fact, I, because I lived in Uptown before found before I found mm -hmm. a house, I transferred my cable and everything over to my house. So one day I was calling, because I was like, I'm not really watching much TV. I'm going to go ahead and you know maybe get rid of it or something like that. And I went and called them. And I was like, well, okay, so here's the situation. I want to talk about my cable. And they were like, well, you have 300 megabytes per second internet and you've got the, the basic package. And they were like digging in and they were like, well, did you know that your HOA actually pays for your internet if you drop down to 200, it's free. And you can have the, actually, we're gonna go ahead and give you the sports package and your $70 a month cable bill just went down to 25. And it's like, so I paid 25 bucks have 450 channels have like 12 pack 12 channels does your uh, old apartment building know that you're just basically jacking their cable for well no that it was just a transfer but the problem was is when i transferred i didn't find out what was being uh, yeah, HOA. Yeah. Yep. so when i called to actually cancel they were like well did you know you're paying like 115 bucks it should only cost you 25. I was like, uh, yeah. yeah, okay, thank you, I'll take that. So I've seen that in the apartment complex, too. obviously sort of a different situation, but it's kind of the other side. It's, it's yeah, I have on. the exact opposite of that. Right, It's you have to have cable. It is a minimum of whatever it is. I think the one I'm at now is like 70 or 80 bucks a month or something like that, and like you have to have a minimum Why? apartment complex. That's the deal that they struck with AT&T or whoever it is, and it's every person in there gets you know great stuff, and it's probably at a discounted rate, maybe, it's 100 for us, but 120 for somebody who's getting it on their own. But we have to have it. Well, <clears throat> I'm sure that's legal. Yeah. I do think this is part of it because for us, I think everything got set up right around the time that Google Fiber and AT&T were really pushing right. into the neighborhoods. And I think right. it was sort of a deal that kept them out Yeah. for Spectrum. Yeah. 
Yeah, and see, like our HOA, we can't have. It's not that we can't. It's Mooresville owned the cable company, and I don't know if they block people from getting into our particular HOA, but we have no choices. Like we literally got Continuum, and then when Continuum sold, they sold it to TDS, and our rate went from 150 bucks to 250 bucks in one month. And That's why I, I don't. I, I just got cable internet, and I. I've got Fire TV, and I even got rid of Hulu recently. I'm like, screw it, I don't watch any of this stuff. So I've got like, I've got uh, Sling Blue, and I've got, and I've got a, an actual like digital antenna, which works amazing, by the way. And then I've got like Netflix for my wife, which I hate paying for, but whatever. And um, HBO Max, and my bill's 50 bucks a month. Yeah, see, we just oh. don't. I need the internet, and the internet by itself is like 80 or 90 bucks. I've got the internet, yeah. yeah. Which is crazy expensive still. Yeah. It is hard to run an IT company. And yeah, without It's a little challenging. <laughs> yeah. It's challenging. I mean, we've got, yeah, it's nice because we've got Spectrum, but also we've got Windstream, which, man. What is that? It's a crapshoot with Windstream, whether you're going to get it or not. But yeah, good. you said that because I was thinking about switching over because they were just doing internet through them. Yeah. But we've got fiber optic with Windstream and man it works. I mean it's 1 gigabyte, it's like 75 a month. It's it, once it's set up like fiber optic is so is, is super stable. We got very lucky they there was a, a filter on our, our the pedestal outside our house that was giving wrong feedback and luckily we went through the wrap that comes around your neighborhood and says I'll give you Windstream for like $65, you know, one month off and 65 a month and because i had his number i called him up and the tech came back and, and fixed the problem but or else it probably would have been a week of me not having anything is that something your HOA would allow or encourage or yeah no 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 we we were a brand new neighborhood and so we've got all the pedestals already in place so you know whatever the you know those little green blobs the one i hit with yard, the lawnmower every time i mow yeah <laughs> those are someone's pedestals yeah and um, whether they're wind streams or whether they're, but yeah, wind stream fiber optic works fast. Yeah, see, and wind stream only had like 80 gigs, I'm sorry, 80 megs down where I'm getting 200 now. So do I wanna, do I wanna yeah. do that? Yeah, we're on their gigabyte fiber optic and it's just, there's no buffering, there's no nada, there's just fast. Yeah, and the problem is we're hamstring by the, Restriction. I don't know if it's a restriction. I don't know what the deal is, yeah. but we can only get yeah. that, and it sucks. Might be time for you to run for Mooresville City Council. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, at the end of the day, that's why I do, that's why I serve on my board. I, I don't serve on my board because it's some cool position. I don't serve on my board because I want my neighbors screaming at me. I serve on my board because I want to control a budget. I want to make sure that someone doesn't get a wild hair up their hindquarters and decide that we need a freaking pool all of a sudden when no one asked for it yeah and the other side of that too is yeah the hoa dues kind of are annoying and you have kind of no control because we have like 200 and something houses in our so you don't really have control over it and then if you want to do anything to your house you have to get it approved yep so for me to get a fence put oh, in my really? backyard yep. it had to be a specific fence yeah. i have a specific set of skills <laughs> and that's <laughs> a specific set of skills and that's all you can choose from like you can't have a completely closed in fence you can't have this you can't have that mm -hmm. you had to put a plot plan in it took me i don't know four and a half months to get a fence put in the backyard really 
Yeah. Is that yeah. an aesthetic thing, or they have a deal with a contractor? It's, no, it's an aesthetic thing. I could right. use whoever I want, but they don't want to block right. views and things like that. Which it's like the black metal fence is the only thing approved, and you can have yeah, whatever have color forge you want as long as it's black. Yep. Yeah, it's well, like you could have a split rail fence, you could have oh, wrought iron, you could have a wood fence, but it has to have sixty percent pass through yeah. where you can see. So yeah. we have literally much. one approved fence. Luckily, the neighborhood's only 44 people, and our, our couple of the people on our board explicitly ran for the board to expedite the architectural review process. Yeah, and that's what I had to go through was the architectural review, and then you had to have a plot. I just sent them a thing, like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, you have to have a, a surveyor come out because I didn't have the plot, this surveyed plot plan. Right. So I had a surveyor come out, plot plan. And that costs, I don't know, 500 bucks to go have it yeah. surveyed and do all that stuff. That's the advantage for being a brand new road. We've all got our plots. We just draw it on there. Send it, They send us an email. We look at it. We approve it that day. Yeah. Can you do things to the inside of your house? Yes. Yes. Well, that's totally, yeah. it's yours. No, the slave dungeon that my wife asked for, totally cool. Perfect. Not, okay. No HOA requirements at all. Bring out the gimp. <laughs> Yeah, so, Brian gets close to the mic. <laughs> yeah, never good. Yeah, Something they, bad's coming. Yeah, so if you do anything to the outside, and then you're limited to what you can do to the outside. Like, right. you can't just decide you want to put stucco on the outside of your house. If yeah. You're stuck to either vinyl siding, brick, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Colors. And that all HOA, color. too, thing. So depending on the HOA rules you can have different sets of rules. Like, it's more loose in some neighborhoods. Yeah. Like, I can't park trailers. Yep. I can't oh, really? have a travel trailer. I can't have a trailer, like a car, no, no kind of trailer. Wow. You can't have a vehicle with a sign on the side of it. It has mm-hmm. to be removable. If you do have anything, you can't park a work truck in there. So there's all kinds of rules that you can't have. And which well, is we're, we're lucky. I mean, we've got like a 10-page document, and it's pretty. And that's short or long? It's really simple, okay. relatively speaking. Okay. But it is, you know, we do have an architecture review committee. It was nine like, before Russell moved in. They, they can't. <laughs> Like, there are exceptions. Like, we asked to put our shed next to our house because it's between the houses. The she shed? Because we live in, we live on the street side of the neighborhood. So I've been there for a Halloween party, actually. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Ryan almost passed out also. That's why I didn't go back. So if we had the shed in the backyard, everyone wouldn't even see it. But since we could tuck it into the side of the house, but like, we had to get a whole variance. I mean, it was a deal. Well, one of, one of the things, like, with the HOA that I've got is they're not too bad. I mean, they will come by if, like, your house hasn't been landscaped or, you know, mm-hmm. you've got too many weeds. They'll put a little friendly reminder of what <sighs> your obligations are in the mailbox. They'll do other things, like, which I don't think is, I mean, some of the restrictions are a little bit rough, but sometimes they handled it pretty well, which was, you know, a no Christmas decorations allowed up before Thanksgiving, and they need to be down by January 15th. Well, they also said, however, we do understand some people with the way that snow has come, you know, this past winter, that it was harder for people to get out because it seemed like it snowed three straight weeks on the weekend, mm-hmm. or at least it was the threat of it and freezing rain. So that kind of stuff, like, they'll work with you a little bit, but I mean, in the end, they have a management company that comes in and basically, you know, will let you know every time you're violating. Yeah, we don't do that thing. Yeah. We just negotiated that out of our management contract. We're like, we don't, we have a 44 house neighborhood. Half the board walks the neighborhood every week, at least one day a week for exercise. We're good. But to your point, I mean, one of our neighbors is a slovenly SOB 
and we've given them multiple opportunities to not be a slovenly SOB, and now we're going to drop the hammer. Now, having heard it twice, I do have to, what, what, so lovingly? Slovenly? Yeah, like a slob. Okay. A lovable sloth. Or slob. No, a slob. Not a sloth. Slovenly. Okay, so this is my problem. <laughs> I, um, some of us at the table are educated, and some of us we're are just from trying Ohio. To out what country were you educated in? <laughs> Slovenly. Slovakia. Yeah, and, and it's funny as I got a letter that my lawn was exceedingly long, and I'm like, you bastards. I was like, it's March. Everyone has to seed their lawn. Or it was whenever I had to seed it. Right. And you can't mow for three weeks because right. if you mow it, you suck all the seeds back up. Yeah. So everyone's lawn's long, and they're sending out letters. And I'm like, I have one of the nicer lawns in the neighborhood. Like, I don't have patches. I don't have weeds. I don't have. And when I moved in, it was a show is what yeah. my yard looked like and from what it looked like when I moved in till now I'm like I took it personally I was like who, why, who sent why, me this did somebody slovingly the live there before yeah. <laughs> well it's like the, the management company is doing what they're paid to do I don't know if it was management I think it was it a was. overly zealous one of those there there is that guy too that yeah. it is a good idea if you move down here once you get settled do serve on the damn board it is the easiest, most of the time you're meeting like four times a year. It is the easiest way to avoid that guy. Is if you're the one on the board and you can be the <laughs> if voice. If you are board. that guy. If you That's are that guy, then don't serve on the freaking board because Brandon will find you. Yeah. He has this particular set of skills. Yes, I, I want to know. I'm going to serve on the board just so I can find out who the people are. Yeah. <laughs> it's on. So I, I guess this isn't a HOA good or bad. This is a HOAs just exist down here. Here's what to be. Well, there are if you can avoid cons. them, having avoid them. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, understand that there are consequences. There are real world consequences with avoiding an HOA. Yes. And is it different? So it, it sounds like HOAs are much more common here than LA or Ohio or well, even Connecticut. Any new neighborhood anywhere in this country has an HOA. Okay. Yeah. It's not Charlotte specific. It, and the thing too is like in like where I lived, you didn't have we didn't have an HOA. It was built in the fifties, so yeah. there, that they didn't exist. But the city would come around and cite you if you had your trash cans out. If you so the city would take care of a lot of that stuff. There were ordinances that would not let you do that because we live in the Wild West out here, it's or the Wild East. They don't have those things, especially if you live in county. Like if you live in county, mm -hmm. it's like they have one and Mooresville being right on the Virginia-North Carolina border, I mean, it's basically, I mean, they've got shoot shootouts at the OK Corral. I mean, it's basically just, it's free-for-all. That's not true. Statesville, that is true. Might say an Troutman. <laughs> Troutman, no, Troutman, forget about, forget about it. You're lucky to survive. <laughs> There's like five people that live there. Yeah, and they all hate each other. It goes back to the 1800s. <laughs> I feel like all this is made up. This is completely made up. So, all right. So, I guess that's HO. It's yeah, avoid them I, if you can, but there's ways around them. It's a very double-edged sword. Yes. Yeah. For everything that's good about it, yeah. there's everything that's bad about it. All right. And it's the same rule. Because I want to do what I want to do. Yep. But everyone else needs to follow the rules. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I always call back to our Enneagram. So <laughs> the rules are made for everybody else. Correct. Quote Brandon Avenia. There yes. you go. Type seven. <laughs> now it's if you can get 
a HOA that ha that doesn't have an insanely long set of rules, it's a good thing probably net. If you want, if your HOA documents, if your covenants and restrictions are longer than 24 page document, read them super carefully. Do not ignore them and really pay attention to whether or not that's the neighborhood you want to live in. Oh, one other side note, too. If you don't pay your dues, they can repo your house. Yep. Oh, damn. Nope. <laughs> yeah, they can file a lien. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. So I don't know who gets the house because it doesn't seem fair. <laughs> yeah, we got it. So this is, uh, we're going to get ready to go into a foreclosure law, so let's not go there. So we're going to wrap it up. Brian, I think, is done eating the wings. He's going to wrap it up now. Trying to be. They're, they're, they got some spice to them, but that's all right. We're doing it today. They're so hot. Yeah. <laughs> face was red, but that was before the wings. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Catch us next time. Four transplants and a microphone. <laughs>